Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast is brought to you by PayMaya. If you're not familiar with what PayMaya is, listen up. PayMaya is a free mobile wallet app available on iOS and Android. And get this... If you download the app and use our code WWPAYMAYA, you'll get 50 pesos on us. In this time of social distancing, you can securely pay for your groceries, your bills, and even send money to your loved ones in a non-contact and cashless way. So remember, don't pay cash, pay Maya. Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zane. Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. Hey, this is TJP, the Phil and Flash, and you are listening to Stan, Bro, Chino, and Camos on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> are listening and watching the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. We are back on the live format for tonight because we've got a very special crossover episode. As you can see, all four of us are live and in the flesh. Stan C, Romoran, Raf Camus, and Chino Liao together again. And uh, like I mentioned, it's a crossover episode with our friends from PWR's Wrestling from Home. It will be Red Oliero, a.k.a. Redrick Mahaba, and Poch Estrada joining us in a few minutes. So we're going to talk all about PWR Homecoming, the big launch date happening this weekend, May 31. That is the exact date. So for all of you that uh, missed PWR Homecoming, this is your chance to catch it on demand whenever the hell you want while we're all stuck at home during quarantine. Uh, but before we get to that, we have some some news to discuss, some current events that we weren't able to get to last week. So we might as well just rip off the band-aid and, and we'll talk about something that was very upsetting and distressing uh, that happened over the weekend. And that was the unfortunate passing of Hana Kimura. So I think this oh, is going to be one of those moments now when we look back on our involvement in the wrestling industry. It'll be one of those where were you when it happened moments. Um, I think I, I think that's a good level of magnitude. Eh. So um, are you? Yeah. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Let's, let's step back here. Are you saying nothing against Hanakimura, but are you saying that her death is up there with Ben Watts' death? Yeah, for that's for a bunch where of us it is. I would I would agree it is. Yeah, uh, it's it's not quite there, but it's almost a crime. It's a, it was uh, it was a bunch of uh, Mad Paris House fans driving out to suicide. So I would I would uh, I would agree that this might you know deserve its own Dark Side of the Ring episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Excalibur said it best on Double or Nothing right before the Women's Championship match, which we'll get to in a bit. Um, he he said it was very stupid. It was very senseless. I agree. Um, this was a death that didn't need to happen. 
uh, the circumstances didn't need to happen. Um, and it, it's really sad that uh, somebody was cyberbullied to this point. And um, I, I really blame the people who took part in the cyberbullying. And a lot of these people don't, aren't even showing remorse yet. Mm. So, I mean, apparently that's the thing, or, you know, that's, that's some of the thing uh, about Japanese culture, that it is that bad over there. Yeah, I mean, if you start extending it to the way that um, stardom sort of packages their wrestlers as idols, like not just as, you know, rest, women wrestlers, there is an idol aspect to that. The idol culture in Japan, in Japan at large is kind of terrible, and people consume it rapidly, but this is where you are. Like, it happens. Yeah, it's kind- uh, I'm, I'm going to go off of Kamas's point here. Um, it's very similar to the idol culture in South Korea as well, where um, the idols are under such intense scrutiny. And the Joshis, uh, for whatever little I know about Japanese wrestling, the Joshis are kind of under a similar microscope, um, especially well, given their fan base. Uh, the stardom, the stardom Joshis in particular. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of their fans, just to, give, just to paint a picture, a lot of the fans of Joshis are men, uh, older men actually. So I, I know this because when I watched Stardom, I was because like 95% of the people in the crowd were older men. So I'm, I'm not saying that these are the same types of fans who cyberbullied Hana. Uh, but just to paint a picture, na, parang that's how much they're loved and that's how much pressure they're under as well. Na tipong, they have to be these perfect uh, representations of femininity. Hmm. Well, it, and not just that, it's also... Not just what they represent, but how they present themselves in all aspects. It's not, you know, it's it's so many layers to it. And at the same time, Hannah was on Terrace House, and that that that's another level of fandom that she had to deal with because right now it, it's you know it's 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 hard to process for me because we lost a wrestler who was who went into a show that's very much like our version of Big Brother trying to get more eyes on wrestling. Like, that's the reason she went into it. And she also wanted love. Yeah, she also wanted love, but I'm playing up the wrestling aspect. She did want she did want to promote wrestling and her craft, and she was one of those wrestlers who really cared, and there's a lot of, I don't know, outpouring stories that are coming out right now about how sweet a person she was, because, you know, um, on my end, it's... When you when you talk about Hanakumura, we talk a lot about it with Jemmerlin, who takes you know a lot of inspiration from her, who really wanted to fix her at some point in her career. And you know, we're not gonna get that now. Okay, so for somebody who doesn't watch Terrace House, like me, I don't watch Terrace House. I know nothing about Terrace House. What was um where did this anger come from from the fans? What was she exactly being bullied for? Was there a controversial app? There was. was there? there was actually. Um, parang nagstructure over over ruined gear that happened in her. Parang you know you're doing laundry in a common area, yeah. and then nasama sa washing gear niya. And if you've ever if you've ever seen her wrestle or you've seen photos of her wrestling, she has this gear that's very holographic that she doesn't okay. wear very often, and I, that I, sort I, of ruins. Okay. Uh, Kamos, I think the significance of gear is that's what she wore at the Tokyo Dome. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so, 
So that so, got so nasama sa watch. Right, right. So Hannah Kimura's importance in both wrestling and in Terrace House, I guess, is one, she was being groomed to be basically the next big thing in Joshi wrestling and in women's wrestling in general. And that's one of, uh, that, that goes hand in hand with her being one of the first females to wrestle at the Tokyo Dome under the New Japan banner uh, ng Wrestle Kingdom. So that gear that she wore, uh, dun sa Terrace House, right? Yeah. And it shrunk, it shrunk in the dryer oh, or in the okay. wash. Because of this uh, one dude that she had a showman's with, and as Camus mentioned, nagspraksha. So people, uh, you know, because of the edit narin siguro and because of the portrayal of the situation, a lot of the Terrace House fans went apeshit on Hannah on social media, whether it was Twitter or Reddit or whatever other SNS. Yeah, because they don't know that they don't know how you know how expensive that shit is. They don't know. They don't have wrestling gear to maintain. So a lot of people uh, pretty much didn't. Or you know, understated how important that gear was to her, and you know, thought that she was flipping out over you know just a piece absolutely of absolutely nothing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely nothing. So that's uh, that's what pretty much led them to hate her. Yeah, does that does that answer the question, Gina? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that was just one, okay. one incident in particular. Okay, because I'm not invested in uh, which is why I posed the question of how, how much it really ranks up there with the deaths of Benoit and, and Eddie. Right? So, I remember where I was when I heard Eddie Guerrero passed away. I remember when I, where I was when uh, they told me about Benoit and, and what the storyline was supposed to be. Right? But um, as a fan of uh, somebody who knows very little about Joshi wrestling and even less about Terrace House. And the gravity, yes, it's sad, but for me, it isn't as, uh, it's, yes, it's sad, but for me, it isn't as impactful as, for say, everybody else is. And the gravity isn't as heavy, you know? Okay. That's fine. I mean, I can't blame you for not knowing uh, anything about it, and that's totally valid. But at least um, you, sh- you should also consider the fact that this was a 22-year-old who got her life cut short by, you know, insensitive people on social media. Yeah. Oh, you could not discount you. Yeah. Yeah. Not, again, I'm not discounting. I'm not discounting um, anything here. You go to the ah, what? Okay, I'm not saying that, guys. Okay, no, I'm just we're, trying, we're not saying that you're saying that either. I'm just saying that it, I, the reason I can't react as much as you guys is because I'm just not in the same circle. It's not as heavy for me. Okay. Yeah, um, I, I think before this year, I'm kind of, I, I would have been in the same boat, Chino, to be honest. Yeah. I, I only really got invested in stardom and Hanakimura in particular earlier this year. And that's because I had uh, the pleasure of watching uh, a stardom event live. Right, but before that, I'm with you. I I understand, but like right. knowing what I know now, this death is kind of like um I'm I'm gonna copy um uh, I'm I'm gonna jack this analogy that our friend Brandon C uh, shared in a private chat. It was like losing Gianna Bryant, because Gianna okay. Bryant was somebody who was uh, touted as the future of women's basketball, especially given the involvement of Kobe in letting women's basketball advance. Right. In the same light, parang ganon si Hannah Kimura, second generation din siya. Her mother. Kyoko Kimura is a Joshi legend, and she was also and trainer. A and, trainer. and trainer, yeah. Uh, right. So, um, so yun, parang, uh, she was being groomed to be that next big star in their industry. So 
to have that big of a loss when she was on the up and up as Camus mentioned. Kaya kaya siya ganun kalaking kawalan. Right. Okay, okay. let me just let me let me put this okay. into perspective for you. Na okay. At the age of at the age of 22. Like that's that's not much young. That's a lot younger than most of us right now in PWR. Yeah. When you think about what she's accomplished at this age, uh, she's multi-time champion in stardom. She's traveled the world. She's done ROH, ROH Tokyo Dome. Um, she's worked for Eve in London. She's made so many connections that are right outside of our periphery of PWR. And you have this opportunity to see somebody succeed on that level. And not just you know anyone, but then a young woman who's an inspiration for so many of people that are inside my circle, in our circle. It's heartbreaking for us. And for me in particular also, because I really, I really love her. And it sucks because we're robbed of the potential. But at the same time, we we could have we could have met her, we could have worked with her, we could have found a way to make her come over at some point. It's so feasible. And a lot of us were dreaming about that day, but you know, that's out now. So, you know, let's let's be nice. Let's be nice about this. Let's be nice to everyone online. And can we transition the topic to something else? Because this is yeah, let's this, talk about AEW. Let's talk about AEW. Yeah, yeah let's, uh, respectfully segue. Let's respectfully segue out of that. I don't want to look like or sound like in a chapuera na lang natin, but yeah. Um, you, you know, speaking of AEW, I thought they were very respectful with their tributes to the deceased oh, this week. Yeah, yeah the Shad. Oh, the Shad, the Shad, Gaspard the Shad tribute was nice. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was, I it was Shad and Moe. And, yeah. and um, uh, speaking of Shad Gaspard tributes, uh, the New Day on their latest episode of the New Day pod actually also gave a little tribute to Shad Gaspard. They all gave stories and anecdotes of their interactions with Chad Gaspar, which was also very Are they doing video also? No, they're they uh, they, I, they post clips online, but they don't post the whole thing. Um this is okay. what I heard I listened to earlier in the day. So okay. it was nice. It was a nice little tribute for Chad Gaspar. Yeah, um see Kofi was actually at the memorial for Shad. So if you saw young pictures yeah. of Joey Ryan on Twitter. Front and center. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Kofi was there front and center. Be- so, because yeah. Kofi also related um about the last time he saw Shad Gaspar, and that was right after he won the title at WrestleMania. So, uh, the, one of the last times he saw, saw he saw Shad Gaspar was right after Shad Gaspar and MVP were crying after Kofi Kingston won the title. So, no it was Gaspar. Gaspar. Okay, <laughs> fine. I keep dropping the beat. I'm like Gaspar. So, <laughs> First of all, in the Good Babigat yun for Kofi Kingston because if you think yeah, about yeah. it, you know, one of the last times he saw his friend, that's when he was partying with him and proud and happy for him, you know, after he won the title. And now, wala na. 
I was watching uh, a compilation of the crime time vignettes from you know the mid to late two thousand. Oh 2000s. man, where is uh, that? It's still, it's still in that that shit's yeah, YouTube, YouTube. It still holds okay. up, even though definitely yeah, it's uh, it's walking the line and some of the you know the humor there, but you know it's not one of those partnerships where only one of them is uh, a good magnet, uh, you know, magnetic character. Both of them, both JTG and Shad, were pretty good characters in their own right. That's why they went as far as long as they did. That's why we remember them as much as we do right now. So if you haven't uh, gone back and you know seen those crying time vignettes yet, after you know Shad uh, sadly passed away, this is your sign to do so right now. All right, um, uh, we got five minutes before we let our guests in. So how about some quick thoughts on Double or Nothing? Holy shit! Stadium Stampede is now like the best specialty match ever. Okay. Not in a boneyard match. No, how does it compare to does say... the boneyard match have a horse? <laughs> okay, good point. Okay, hmm. good point. How does the bo- how does Stadium Stampede compare to this year's money in the back? Well that's Stadium right. Stampede it, over money in the back. Stadium Stampede all the way. Really? Um, okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah, really. I don't know. You haven't seen it yet. You haven't seen no, it. I've seen it, and I put them at par with, with each other. I no, because I, I, I find I found yeah. that because um, I enjoyed winning the bat. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fun. It's fun in its own way. But I think that Stadium Stampede, because they they lead so much into the absurdity of it all, into the comedy of it all, way harder than Money in the Bank. Uh, it and a. It, it ended up looking much better. It came off much better. I think that Money in the Bank, in comparison, felt a lot forced when it came to the comedy. I mean, okay, yeah, yeah, it was the best thing that was on its show, but compared to the Stadium Stampede and how every joke played out in Stadium Stampede, Money okay. in the Bank felt uh, a little forced. It's, it's interesting that you point that out because to me, what I saw and what I felt like was Money in the Bank was a lot more polished in terms of production. Yeah. Um, it was a lot cleaner executed. Um, yeah, sure, a lot of the jokes were missed. But for me, when I look at a product that's supposed to be pre-shot and pre-recorded and edited, I'm, I'm after finer points um, in, in the end product. And I felt like Money in the Bank had that edge because I felt like there were certain points in time when same Stampede, like with the wonky cut, when um when one of the when Jericho was about to hit the bat, hit one of the young bucks uh with the bat, the jump cut was very wonky and, and that wasn't the first time I felt like oh wait a minute this is this is amateur R here in AEW it wasn't as polished but, as the product okay. but you know Matt Hardy in a swimming pool yes Thomas yes again please I'm not Did you see the graphic? I'm that's not polish. That's the polish. That's polish, isn't it? Of Matt Hardy transforming into all the other versions of Matt Hardy. Right? But at the same time, you gotta understand. I'm having, I'm having awkward points during the whole thing there that just took me out of it for, for the whole match. It's just, it was just... It was good, but I mean, it could be better for me. Oh, I really enjoyed it. Ano, uh, th- that yeah. one segment where si Jake Hager and Hangman Page are inuman sa bar yeah. after the quick shot, nagsapa kana sila. Like yeah. different types of types of levity. Then I appreciate it because, as Rose said, they really leaned into how silly it all was. 
And uh, I understand that Money in the Bank was way more polished in the productions in the production regard uh, compared to AEW. WWE's got the best production team, but I don't know. Um, the high, the high polish of Money in the Bank kind of took it out, took me out for me, especially when you view it side by side, or you know when you view uh, Stadium Stampede and how charming it kind of is. Uh, I think also the commentary by Jr. and and crew added to it, where yeah. it, where it did not do for money in the bank without a commentary. I agree. Yeah, it makes it makes up for a lot, and even if it is Jr., it still kind of works. Okay, sure. All right, uh, let's say hi quickly to all the folks joining us on the live feed. We've got Triple F, uh, JK, Neil, and Ronnie saying hi to you guys. Lance and Jackie also joining us tonight. <laughs> Si Mayor, si Mayor, happy si Mayor. birthday. Mayor, happy birthday. Oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Happy birthday, Mayor. We're going to get into the discussion about the other um uh, about the other stuff on AEW in a bit because right now we're just, we're just waiting for our guests to join us again. This is a crossover episode between the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast and WR's Wrestling from Home. Uh, all right, babyface producer Ryan, let's bring them on. We've got Red Oliero, aka Redrick Mahaba, and Poch Estrada. You know who Where's they Poch? are. They're joining us tonight. There's Red. Hey, what's up, hey. Hey. Where's my friend? Where are your ties? Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I'm I'm wearing wearing mine. Oh, you are I'm wearing mine. Oh, man. It's so far away, though. I have a tie. Hello, you see? I'm not oh, wearing my Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll stay with Ray. Yeah, Poch is trying to leave. He wants to back. Oh, why? Poche. That's like my PWR ensemble. I always wear a tie every time. Campus was like, oh, my God. Campus was like, oh, my God. He's in the show. And they came on. Nobody was wearing a tie. Oh, But thank you. I'm solidarity, man. Thank you. So much effort for you guys. I love you. Um, <laughs> the funny thing behind this is Camus, we wear a tie over like hoodies and shirts. Not yeah. over like an actual shirt that you would put a tie on. We diba? don't do that. <laughs> so many hit and got Camus. <laughs> we can always fix that. We can always fix that. There you go. So we've got a live feed going on. We've also got uh, live comments happening over on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast page. So uh, if you want to send in your comments or your questions to Red and Poch, do lang sa Wrestling uh, Wrestling Wrestling Podcast uh, live video so we can yep. see it. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we're taking in questions for tonight, and I think si Chino also has some questions on his on his end because among us, shalang naman talaga yung wala sa backstage at nakakakita nung <laughs> nung mga goings on right. uh, behind the barricade. So yeah, no, but we've talked here? about yeah, we've talked about homecoming quite a bit now, especially the build up to homecoming before the actual event. But we had uh, Tim Na and the rest of the most group and see the red and see the ledge on the uh, on the podcast about using shoot names to say official title names and then but. Uh, Mm-hmm. I, we, we know, I know, I've heard the stories of how difficult, you know, uh, homecoming was before it actually happened. The amount of work that people backstage had to put in, um, the hassles of dealing with all these different 
departments and having to do um, media days and mm-hmm. boot camps and dealing with young boys and reporters, etc. Et yes, But for, for you guys, uh, ang question ko na is, are you satisfied with the final product? No, I fucking hate it. <laughs> okay, thank you. Good night. In the episode. Thank you. Good night. Catch you on the pool, pals. That's it. That's a wrap. Year and a half of work gone to waste. Like, uh, <laughs> all, all the time when I see home. No, it's, it's great. I think, ano nga siya, I think nag-overachieve pa siya ng konti. Because there were a lot of people that stepped up na hindi ko yung expect na mag-step up. And then uh, there were a lot of things na, like even sa side ng SNS, there are things na I didn't even think of. Tapos nagawa na ng paraan. And then yung mga media, like even yung whole countdown timer sa simula, that wasn't even like a directive for me. Somebody in the media team said, hey, we gotta do like a countdown timer. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. Let's do that. And uh, so things just fell into place. May mga times yeah, there there siyempre hindsight is 2020. May mga times na naisip ko, oh, okay, this could be improved. Ganyan. Like, even coming, coming to the stand, watch the commentary, even as we're doing commentary, we're like, oh, we should do this. Meron na kagins what eh, right after that. But yeah, so, yun, parang, I think uh, expectations exceeded very well with the amount of people crying and that's Uh, main event. I did cry, by the way. I'm still going on record. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, oh, uh, I think it was great. And well, I've seen the, the the whole thing so many times now. And mm-hmm. but the digital edition uh, looks better than well, what I expected. I thought it was going to be like, shit, there's all of them. I thought it was going to be like, gonna be okay. <laughs> but it really, really looks nice. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Other guys. Well, we yeah. do have one match. We have one match that's up now. So if you want to get a we taste do. of that, oh, we'll be posting so that in the comment section for a sec. Yeah, it's yeah, Crystal yeah. versus Desi, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, boy. Yeah. No, I think I want to know. Uh, yeah. I want to know the story of how this pay-per-view release on Sunday came to be. Because parang. Uh, I'm not sure it was in our original plans at all for the homecoming yeah. material. So, what's the story behind that? Okay, so uh, the story behind that is we we took footage of Homecoming, hoping that uh, we took for the first time ever we'll take nice footage of PWR shows. Like, I'm not knocking on like the previous footage we have, but uh, those were like phone cameras and SLRs. These are really nice ones, and we have a separate camera just for entrances. Ganun siya, ganun siya ka intricate. And we have two hard cameras. So, uh, things like that. So, it's the first time na naka-experience tayo ng magandang production value. And then after that, we came out with something, and then we were hoping to shop it around sa mga ibang streaming sites, like uh, Signal Play, Iowa TV, Thinking that uh, you know that would be the best route, but parang recently, especially when lockdown hit, uh, yun yung parang that's one of the things that we considered. Like everybody's at home, so there's no better time to release something uh, bingeable or uh, viewable than now. Because you know, I'm hoping it won't happen again. 
Diba? So, yun, we had a quick date. Everybody was in agreement from PWR side and then side din ng SNS people. And, yun, we just uh, fast-tracked it into doing like a digital release to the point na they came out with their own private, uh, they came out with their own platform to release it on. So, hopefully, it will house like future PWR shows as well. So, this is not we're not looking at like a parang one-time deal unless it fails miserably. Na tipong, ah! So, so fingers so, crossed that's not, no, no. Uh, like, no. But so people, 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 Oh, Two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get Poch involved here. Uh, Poch, I have a question about um, your homecoming stories. Because I don't think we ever got your point of view about the event, right? So yeah. what, was, what was the most challenging part of working homecoming for you? Um, honestly, it was because um, I was really busy leading up to homecoming because of other commentary duties. So I remember messaging Red a lot, asking like, hey, we should practice commentary. But he was so busy that, you know what, let's just do it on the day itself. And I guess it was just also like managing the nerves. Cause once I wasn't nervous, but once I stepped into the, the Virtus tent, I was like, Oh, I feel it now. And you see everyone on their a game. So it was just bringing that because we were going to cement the match with our commentary. That's what was scary. And also I remember red telling me, yeah, we'll switch up with the ring announcing. And then at the end, I actually wasn't supposed to ring announce. I was like, my voice is kind of shot. I stopped to work the next day. And Red was like, screw it. You got to do it, man. Like, there's one time you're, T- you're going to introduce TJP. You got to do it. So I remember I said, but I already told uh, Brian. Shout outs to Brian. And he was like, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to him. Yeah. And then like, I'll, I'll talk to him. And then Red just jumps out of the commentary. He does, get out. Get out. Poch is going to do it. So, <laughs> so <laughs> oh, now, now that you guys brought that up, what was the uh-huh. meaning behind the uh, turning different? Ring announcers, but on the spot, <laughs> number that, that was the decision made on the day, you know? On the day, yeah, it was supposed to be Brian, but then we also realized that, um, what's that? I was supposed to tag team with Brian, but it's gonna be weird every time at commentary that I jump out and he jumps in. So, me and Red just took shifts there too. I know one time, then we also, parang me and Poch had uh, like problems with our voice then mm-hmm. because. We use it professionally, <laughs> I guess. And the abuse of it all, siguro, took a toll on All it. of us did. Lahat tayo, even the rest yeah. of us were performing. Because even when you're in the ring, there's musical ka din. So I think yeah. by the after party, everyone's voices were shot. Yeah, yeah. And, and the show ended at like one, what? close to two? Oh, no, no, no. It was like 11, 12. 11 yeah. yeah. Getting out of the parking might have been at one, but yeah. One, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Eleven, okay. Mm-hmm. So, parang, no, by that time, probably close to twelve, then eleven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for but the time you're talking about, it's like that's way after at most. Which is what you're no, I wasn't at most, Camus. I wasn't at most. I was at the uh, you... uh, ten. Oh. Oh no, I mean like the after party were you there? No, no I was not there. Yeah, oh. You were not there? Okay, well I'm not there. Some other I swear to God, I saw you there. Yeah, yeah. That's why. <laughs> you it must have been some other party. 
Who is he? Who is he then? I don't know. I don't oh, know because yeah. I really, I really have like this memory. Oh, of I have this memory. Yeah, yeah. Oh well. Anyways, we can argue for it. Somebody debate that in like the old episode. uh, we just say hi and then we move on. Yeah, that's true. Inclusive tayo, so we're saying hi to him. We're also gonna be inclusive and say hi to this haters uh, PWR commentary. Hi din sa'yo, haters. Sige, uh, mag-training ka na lang muna kung paano maging commentary or maging commentator. Oh, are you serious? Uh, There's a hater? Training ka na tayo? We got a hater? We got, we got one. We got one right oh, now. One. I see it in the comments. Sige, sige. Mag- mag-training ka, tapos turuan mo kami. Ha? Kasi ako gusto ko eh. <laughs> like, oh, like I was always this close to saying, you know what? Let's just cut commentary. We don't need that. But then a lot of people are not with commentary. Because there's a lot. Of, we, we did a lot of like, una una. That was our first time doing commentary together. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the whole event was really the maiden voyage of everything. It's like the biggest show so far. Uh, and then sa utaw kasi. You know what? We'll figure it out, and then pagpalit, we'll just cut it out. And hindi ko naman alam na sobrang laki ng clamor ng tao for yeah, finally the commentary. So I had to leave it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there, there's some other hit there. Na for sure, na imagine ko na kaya yung mga smarts na parang oh, ano ba tama ko commentary nito? Blah 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 blah. blah. Alam pa rin, uh, for sure. Nila alam ko yung arm drag. If you're there and you're trying to keep up with the pace of everyone, you know, they don't Actually, yeah, it's not easy. Yeah, it's, it's not, not easy. easy. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, I I do commentary for basketball. Poch, right. do commentary for esports. So, alam mo pag may training ka na for one sport, si transition mo to a different event. Iba exactly. Iba rin yung skill yun, eh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Especially like with wrestling, where you gotta carry the storylines. And Stan, you're really good at still keeping your like like the heat going on you. Yeah, that's that was that was pretty tough. So oh, thank yeah, you. it was yeah. pretty fun. It was pretty it was fun, and also I think we did pretty okay for as our, for our maiden voyage into commentary. So haters. Actually, for me, it's really a learning experience, you know, for all mm-hmm. three of us and everybody who wants to get into commentary. Because when I was uh, watching back the three-way championship match, um, ang dami kung uh, mga notes in my head. Na okay, this is what we could have done better. Oh, this right. is what we should do more of. Um, this is mm-hmm. how we can probably build better chemistry as a trio. That type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, if anything. All of the mistakes are learning opportunities then for us, and it's kind of like back watching your own matches, right? For the for, sure. for those of us here who wrestle. I can't yeah. agree on that, but yeah, like, <laughs> I don't wrestle. I mean, yeah, Thomas, there you go. I mean, once you can watch yourself back, you watch yourself back, and you you see it too, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. That's what I think. Red That's, said about like, so twenty twenty. You can always improve on the spot, though. Like, yeah, we have to call it on the fly, and the resources we had at the time. Uh, we did our best, so you know what? It's a. I'm I'm looking forward to the next time I'll share the desk with you guys. I got a, I got a question for you guys who work commentary. I got a question for you guys. Sure. So, what was the biggest uh, surprise challenge that you guys stumbled onto while doing uh, wrestling commentary for what might have been the first time? 
Um, hmm, that's a good question. That's a good question. Yeah. I think yung one is that who's blocking of it all the simula. Like, and everything. And then I think yung pinaka ano dito is that one, you don't know what's happening on the ring. No? So you're trying to make a story out of what you're doing in the ring. So you know, interpretation, you gotta stick with it. And then they do something else, mm. interpretation, but now you gotta come up with excuses. So stuff like that was really hard to do. I, I think I echo the same thing with Red. It's like we shared the desk with Stan, and then when we finally found the groove, we switched to Billy. And then Billy has a different way of approaching a match. Also, I remember a backstage, I was like, yo, we're going to do a commentary. Can I get, like, what you, big spots that you guys are going to do or anything? That went out the window when I started watching the match. I totally <laughs> forgot about everything. <laughs> I remember the Yolo Twins. Okay, just call our spot called Fire and Ice. I was like, is, is this it? Is it? It's like, so it's, it's really in the moment. I think also you can tell, like, if somebody's, like, expecting something. So I think it was... Yeah, some that was a new experience that you had to just go with what's happening in the ring. Maybe, maybe. Actually, Billy being a heel was like, boss, you don't know any of his move names. What are you talking about? It's probably me. Wait, I, Poch, I do have to ask, and this also goes for Stan and Stan and Red. If ever we get to the point na PWR, let's say 2022. Mm-hmm. We wrestling is back to normal the way that we perceive. <laughs> yeah, like like the way that we're used to it being presented. Mm-hmm. Would you give up your current rules so that you could become full time wrestling desk guys? Like you, you, it's you three here. And the uh, right here. Oh hey, what's up, Yellow Twins? I hope I called your they, fire. They say, they say it's ice and fire, Poch. Ice and fire. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that was something off of that. Fire and ice. Sorry about that. Yeah, the ice before the fire. I don't know fire and it's not the rocky, but ice and fire. Young assistant Pensigree. Yeah, yeah, and the yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, you're so yeah, yeah, Poch. So, uh, please answer Gams's question, though. Yeah. So I have um, to ask. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, go, 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 go. Okay. Well, if the need, you know what, if, if it's a full-time position and uh, it, it calls me there, sure. I would definitely love to do that because that's one of the first things I actually was inspired to do is be a, a wrestling commentator. Uh, so, yeah, if, if the opportunity is there, why not? If we grow as big as we need, like, commentary every week, holy crap, why not? Uh, you mean, like, leaving uh, your role as a wrestler? Ah. Or as a wrestler, like wait, uh, no, in the front because you're the president. You can't. Oh, uh, I can just. I would like to leave it. Uh, okay. uh, <laughs> it's to someone else. No, uh, no, it's. I don't mind. I don't mind. I don't mind putting on another hat for uh, and doing it. Pero mas maganda nga full time. I, I agree. It's someone who can learn and do it all the time. Uh, and someone that you know possibly set it up for us as well. <laughs> If we have someone like that and game, because the problem is that we have we don't have commentaries really just the logistics of everything. Yeah, like, true. And then yeah. uh, something is set up. Do we have monitor for them? Equipment, something like that. Yeah. Uh, to yeah. answer your question, Camus, no, because I love pissing people off. It's too much fun. I don't want to stop doing mm-hmm. that. Uh, yeah. Hi to Pat Mig, one of my favorite victims in the crowd. 
<laughs> wow! Yan ba yung ano? Yan ba yung inabutan mo na bata ng you'll die a virgin or some shit like that? Oh my god. The of the child who received the answer that said nobody wants to have sex with you. Yeah, okay. There we go. See? Yeah. <laughs> it was a very awkward conversation after. If he's a child, diba? Nobody wants to you want to fuck the kid that's statutory rape. So you know what, R. Kelly? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. Anyway. Shout out, Shout out to Patrick. Out to Patrick. <laughs> all right. Oh, uh, saying what's up to Sinato. Uh, Martin, all the way from Brazil. Hey, hey Martin. He wakes up for us. Yeah, I hear an echo. Oh, nice. Who's the echo? Oh, I'm not earphones. Okay. Si Chino lang, man. Yeah. Siya hindi na earphones eh. No, naka earphones. Ah, damn You can't tell because of his. Of my, of my neck band. That's weird. Neck band. Yeah. Cover up the earphones. Anyway, yah, who's the echo? Okay. Uh, Was this planned though? That everyone. Wait, my question. Me first. Was all of this planned, all of the guestings, the mag-aapat na guesting tonight, Mr. President? Riddle oh my Euro. God, it's actually bad planning. So I said, <laughs> everyone. Actually, you know, I can't use this. Yeah, I can't have a pro the homecoming and then maybe, oh, it's all on Wednesday. All right. Actually, full transparency, the double book ko yung sarili ko tonight. Eh. So I had to back out of another thing. Oh. Uh, so. Oh wow, you have two bookings tonight. Wow. <laughs> Look at you. Second double booking mo sa sarili mong podcast. Sa Red, excuse me. Sa open track ng Crack House Comedy Club. Malaysia boys. International comedian. Look at you. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. A serious question for Red. Um, as one of the key figures who really uh, put homecoming together, what's your biggest takeaway, uh, especially now that you've had over half a year of hindsight looking back on the event? Oh, man. Uh, biggest takeaway is secure rights for everyone. So, mm-hmm. like, digital releases are scrambling, like release forms, like so stuff like that. It's uh, really hard. You have paperwork of everything. So I think that's the biggest takeaway is the back end. But on the show perspective, maybe one is uh, don't stack it up too much. Card Like we had 10 matches and an intermission number. It could do with one less match and probably a shorter intermission. Because if... if I want to keep our shows now to like our regular shows. Actually, I want to keep to a, like a solid three hours, and uh, yung special shows not even like uh, like sub four hours now. Because we actually, all okay, di ba okay yung length, di ba? Okay na yung mga lengths eh. ever since ever since the hmm. last few shows of PWR. Okay yung length, di ba? Like a three-hour show, you're done by five. Oh, I think ano na yan? Gigi na yung sobra yung yung nangyari sa Vendetta. Diba parang... Ah, oh, medyo okay yung Vendetta. Oo, oh, eh, diba? Paglabas mo, may ba na. Nakakawa nga nung show eh, yung sa uh, LAFF, yung sa ano, 
Double first fight. Nung paglabas mo ng paglabas mo ng PNGs, may araw pa. Wow! I was one of the first people to step out. Tapos pagtingin namin ng mga tao, sabi ng mga tao, hala, ano oras na? Kasi more or Speaking of shows moving forward, uh, before and uh, I don't I wasn't about to answer it, sure, because I'm not you read. Uh, what are the plans moving forward in the in the new normal oh, yeah. when it comes to arena shows? So we are keeping our uh, on every possible uh, every possible update regarding live events. Uh, since you know, my main uh, my main occupation is dealing with all live uh, live events all. So medyo lang in the know kami sa ganyan. So what I heard so far lately naman I think si Richie nag sabi sa akin ito. Was that but uh, MGCQ na so matagal pa GCQ pa tayo sa one di ba sa okay. sana yeah optimistically so, yeah. in GCQ will go to MGCQ and then then they'll allow now sporting events with 50% capacity so I'm assuming kasama din yung mga ibang live events don 50% capacity then I've been talking to a lot of the venue people naman, and they're saying no okay, if we're just allowed to do 50% capacity, we'll definitely scale yung rental fees and everything. So everyone naman is up to, in the events business, they're up to date naman and they're adjusting with, ano, with the times or the pandemic, the new normal. Yeah. So uh, for, ano naman, for, you know, I'm just going to say this news, I don't really care. We are. I am working a deal of doing like a low crowd show with someone. Uh, so it's the same. I don't know, the same partners we had to homecoming, and so basically, homecoming digital release is a litmus test, and then we're gonna do something. We're gonna try and do something, and this like, kumpayagan shoots and everything. Uh, we're probably gonna do no crowd shows, and try to come up with something creative as to compete then with other people who are doing no crowd shows. Because uh, I don't want it to be like a parang no crowd version of what we do. That's kind of weird, diba? That's kind of so, hard also to replicate. Yeah. We're gonna uh, we're gonna take advantage of the platform or the situation. Uh, we're gonna adjust with what we have. Like fine, we're gonna pre-record it. So what can we do with pre-recorded stuff? classes. So it's pretty much in pre-prod phase now. So, uh, matagal pa yan. Pero, at least, diba? At least in the tw- year 2022. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Follow-up question to that from Jackie on Facebook. If 50% capacity in venue, will you consider live streaming the events for the people na hindi makakapunta live? Yes. Or maubusan ng tickets? Yes, yes. Uh, that is also <laughs> something that we're we're talking about why you thought so shocked these are very crazy <laughs> we're so behind on this people <laughs> it's because you don't talk about this on your show uh, well, yeah. we, breaking we, news nobody asks breaking news nga sa breaking news I know 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 I
Ilawayo Filipino. Pero yeah, this this feel like infancy talks pa lang to and everything, but uh, I'm saying this is very possible kasi uh, yung ka-partner natin na yung SNS, ang ang core competency talaga nila is doing live stream on live events. So napaka-dali niyang i-mount for them. This is something that they don't need to study or they can just like easily mount it on our show. So that's one of the possibilities we talked about them with with them kung anong posible i-live stream or kung kung makahanap man ng studio and then invite people and then live stream something like that. So these are all discussions na very possible to happen. Yeah. So it um, is possible. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need to confirm it. Sorry. Yung takeaway dito sa mga events, nakakatuwa eh, uh, yung parang 50% na lang, di ba? So parang sige, para mabuhay yung events business, 50% capacity. If you're yeah. someone who's thinking of getting married, this is probably the perfect time to get married because you don't have to be forced to invite all these relatives That's and family true. friends na wala kang pakialam sa kanila. The best excuse oh. to say. Bro, sorry. Yo. Family lang is 50% lang eh, sorry. Di ba? This is probably the good, a, a good time to start planning your weddings. Mm-hmm. You, know what's, you know what's upsetting though, Stan? This is mm-hmm. the today, today on my time hop, nag-pop up yung marquee proposal promo from last year's RevoX. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm like thinking about it. That, that was one year ago and changed today. So I'm thinking in my head, fuck, paano na kaya yung pasal ni Marky? Imbitado pa kaya kami? No, because when you're ringside for a moment like that, it's like, hmm, no. We did talk about going to the wedding and then, you know, nice gifts and all this shit and having a good reception. So, priority way, if you're invited, not I also like, like how I don't know, man. He's assuming that invited she in the first place, I'm saving you here, Kabig Tayo. Uh, it, it is Revo X season. If it were in the old normal, it would have been Revolution X season. So, pero, um, pero. There you go. That's what it was, Stan. That's what okay, it was. Okay, okay. You gotta uh, say it for a crossover episode. Okay, 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 Shut up. Man, let me get the question. A full-time thing here, no? I know. I'm, okay, I'm uh, let's, let's ask the guests. Let's ask Red and Poch. What are your favorite RevoX moments? Like, personal ones you were in, involved in or part of? Since RevoX season nga naman. Oh, man. That's a good Solid. One. That's a good one. Um, Solid. Off the top of my head, uh, uh, the quattro arc was pretty good. I like that. Gave a lot of um, what's that emphasis on the pre-show. Uh, with that, this is the Lightbringer arc. Sorry, the one where um, he we had like like a whole production value of him finding the light in the middle of uh, I believe that was I. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, Trabador Supremo and all those other Trabadors. Yeah, that was, mm-hmm. that was That was a really good one. And that also gave emphasis on the pre-show. And we just learned last night that also Cap has a pre- has a Revo X streak going on. He's 2-0 and o in Revo X. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're going to keep that going. So that might be... Oh, you, know, 
Yun yung focal point ng Revolution X from now on, yung streak niya. Oh man, uh, there's so many. I won't even uh, pick the one I'm involved in. Pero one of the best ones, probably, yung main event last last year. I mean, last year, uh, like yung si Cuatro and Ralph. Two out of three falls. Yeah. They did like what, 50, 45 minutes or something like that. That was great. Uh, and a really, really nice storytelling at the end. Medyo over drama. Because I was like, when I heard about that idea, I was like, man, this is too, like, this some um, dramatic shit, Ralph. It's not going to work at the end of, <laughs> know, at the end of uh, a five hour event. And then, syempre, I was proven wrong. Because maganda yung uh, reactions. Like, top of my head, Yun yung uh, isa mga pinaka uh, pull off, greatly pulled off finishes of any match. I remember one. This one is kind of like the bad guy wins moment is when Panzer joined you, <laughs> Mr. C. Also, that, was, that was a big, like, wow. They had they had a video, they had an entire. Uh, they, they, they didn't see that coming. They had yeah, a drawn. Actually, yeah, yeah exactly. The, 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 probably the only Revo X moment that I was standing tall. So last year was my my I was at ringside when I saw that. I was like, oh my god, I could take a punch. personal moments from Revo X that you guys really uh really love? Oh siguro. I don't know. Meron ba? Parang hindi kasi ako fan ng sarili kong stuff. Eh. <laughs> I like I like the non-Revo X stuff. Pero I yung match ko with Jimmy sa Ayak. Oh, that was fun. probably still one of my that favorite matches. That was good. Matches. That was good. Yeah. Not because it was like a super great match. It was just like I had fun in that program. Like the way I work with Jimmy, the way uh he's so easy to work with and then sobrang like you think about look back sa mga stories na nangyari doon like naalala ko nag-call siya ng finger poke right before our music hit like ganunin mo yung mata ko and then gaganoon ako and then alright cool <laughs> and then after after ko siyang ganunin we realized we planned nothing after another law saan niya nakaganyan siya so ano sunod ewan ko Ah, uh, sige, balan. <laughs> Parang nakaplano lang doon yung dives eh. And true enough, I think may nag-review nito. Tapos yung match, yung review ng match nakalagay parang, I think they were just trying to get to the dives. Parang, <laughs> 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 parang but, yep. <laughs> but it was good. It was good shit. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, How about you, Freddy? I Academy, though. For me, uh, I remember the RevoX last year when it was Squatter versus Ralph. I also had the responsibility of telling the confetti guy that it's ready. And shout out to Squatter because his friends were near the confetti shout. guy. So they were hearing me like saying, no, it's not yet. Not yet time. Not yet time. Okay, go, go, go. And then so they kind of knew when the moment was going to happen. But, I mean, the I crowd popped. And I always like, as much as I like also announcing like a a villain win because it's like the crowd's all booed and I have to change my voice like and your winner is but this one like I was screaming at the top of my lungs like what the oh, and the confetti hit it was pretty fun 
and seeing like the crowd reaction. I don't think anybody sat down in the last 30 seconds of the match. Uh, we're saying hi Yo. to TDT, to Chino Ginto, and Main Max, all part of the live stream for tonight. Here's a question from Lance on the live feed. Mm-hmm. Has PWR thought of having a calendar shoot with the current roster to help in the financial sense? Napaka-manyak to tanong, Lance. Why are we not surprised? And who would be the one to remain? Who are, no, no. who are your 12? 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 Uh fine, you know, it's good to start out with Panzer. He's like he's the champ. Yeah, starting off with a bang with uh, January, then if we head to February, that's like a lover thing, a lover theme. Who is who's so, maybe Redrick? Okay, okay. Right. March graduation, Danny Vander, he's the you know, pro wrestling doctor. So, mm-hmm. there you go. That's my three. Okay. Yeah, just 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 one. Just April, major. April, Holy Week, no? So, Holy Week. Uh, <laughs> 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 Oh, puede. Yeah, see? See this? Easy. YOLO mm. Twin. <laughs> oh, May. Then, pag- May. May Labor Day. Dapat manggagawa. Oh, Labor Day. So, dapat trabahador. <laughs> oh! Uh, this, nobody's gonna buy this calendar. Parang, no. it's kind of nice. Genuine, it's Panzer. Trabahador. Trabahador na nakamask lang. Pagdating ng December si Ivan Scully na kalagay. Why? Why? June is what? Back to school? Wait, hindi pa. Ano pa ng June? Pride, Pride Month. Pride Month daw. Ah, Pride Month. Oh, puta. Alam na natin kung sino nalagay natin dyan. Diba? Si Martivo. Martivo. Okay. Yun. Oh, July. Ghost Month. Ano? Ghost Month. Ghost month, No, dude. <laughs> no, in a hot month, ba mas spoil yung mga tao eh. Mga tipong... Uh, um, uh, yun yung actually problema. <laughs> Who's gonna buy that fucking calendar? <laughs> eh, <laughs> <di> ba, <laughs> gonna, kung I'd rather go to the sa comment section kung bibilin nyo yan. Kaya naman kayo, sabi nyo, bibili nyo, tapos mamaya-mayon, dalawa lang yung sales. Magpapapoint sa kaya ng 50, tapos walang bibili. Okay. Kaya 2022 na 2020, parang yung calendar. Ano ba, parang too late na atang mag-calendar? Kasi mag-judun na. So, kung gusto, kung gusto niya, patsi-patsi yung calendar, parang July 2, July 2021. 
Oh, I, I feel for my friends that bought like those notebooks, like those uh, calendar. Uh, what's that? We uh, the planners. Planners. All they do now is roll all of those they, calendars. Exactly for 2020, yeah. it feels like such a waste now. Binagsabi sa akin di daw counted tong year na to. So next year we're gonna do 2020 again. So exactly. lahat ng birthdays mo hindi ka tumanda ngayon. Hindi siya counted. Hindi <laughs> <laughs> siya counted. Ano to? I, I, Parang uh, nakalimbo lang yung mundo. Hindi <laughs> siya counted. That's okay. Yeah. Didn't happen. Never happened. Uh, Never here's happened. another no, question. Okay, wait. Uh, for... Go, go, go. Yeah, here's another question. I'll go after this one. I'll go after this one. What do you guys miss most about live events and live wrestling? Sorry, sorry. I didn't catch that stand. Okay, yeah, what do you guys miss the most? Live events and live wrestling. Man, ako na na ano eh. Na stand up ako or nagano ako. Only to wake up na tipo, ah, oh, I hate reality. Mga ganun. Uh, <laughs> uh, like, talaga yung, yung pops talaga. I think just the crowd and how you work the crowd and mm-hmm. if they react to you in a certain way that you, you want them to react to. And gumagana siya. You can never do that without a crowd. So, yung crowd talaga nakakamiss. Mm, yun yung pinaka, uh, ano talaga. Like, yung stand-up talagang totally eliminated siya. You can't really do it offline, uh, online, or parang without a crowd. Yeah. Oh. For me, it's more of just human interaction. Like, I mean, I see you guys at least once a m- I mean, I see you guys like every month. So, uh, I, I don't really go out afterwards, so I really miss like uh, like interacting because that's the only time I get to see the backstage. That's the only time I get to see certain people. Uh, have, having lunch with the Del Rosarios before the show, catching up with everyone. So yeah, and also with Red, like just the crowd reactions. Just yeah, this COVID thing really just sucks because it sucks. Yeah. Yup. Hi. Mm-hmm. So we can't hang out in person, but. You two have been hanging out online a lot, like the wrestle from home series. No, I'm, I'm, it's a bad transition, but you guys have been hanging out a lot. You've had how many episodes now? I don't wrestle know. From home? You've I had don't a know. ton. At this point, what uh, what has been your favorite wrestle from home moment? Or <laughs> not 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 episode, ah, not episode, but like. Yung kwento na lumabas from a wrestle from home. Oh man, show ano ba? Mm. Um, let's go. Masaya yung kay John Evander because apparently no one has spoken to him yet. Mm. Yeah. So, parang nung interview namin siya parang oh this is really the first time you're telling about anything about yourself. Di ba to talk at sa backstage you don't you don't you, you talk to him for a He's, while but you don't really get into it. He buys the girls a chair. Oh, you know, because it's a share message. That's wow. it. And then he eats like one, one rice. You know, one cup of rice. As in, like plain rice. Now, you need to move in. That mm. dude is a savage. Hardcore. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you mga stuff na. But he's an intelligent savage. Like kunari, uh, like I really like Birdman, and he's like, wow, I like Birdman. Did we just become best friends? Parang the step brothers, parang Yeah. So stuff like that. The most fun episode was the one with you guys, you Naughty Boys. That was fun. Because that went on. What does three hours on stream, and then that went on for another two hours off stream? 
we, yeah, we weren't coherent at the end. Like, we were just, uh, yeah, okay. Red got drunk and then he sobered up in the middle. That's how long. Yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, throw it to Chino because I know Chino has a game he wants to play with you guys. Oh, oh we have, oh, we play that. Okay, yeah, that's a game. We, we have segments. We got segments. The segments coming in. Chino, let me say. What am graphic for the segment? Chino, every week we can see that at least once or twice a week. We can see that. Actually, we can see that. We can see that. We see each other. At least once a week to record uh, PNA, and then now, what else? So, Actually, I remember after the Naughty Boys episode, we saw Camus. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, go. that happened. That happened. Going on there. Oh, okay. So we're just gonna play a quick game of categories now. All right. I'll give you guys a category, and you guys give one answer each. Then, pag uhulat kayo, or pag um, wala kayo masabi, or pag madin sinabi nyo, you're eliminated. And last man standing, though, basically, it's inspired by um the What Culture Last Man Standing series. And since this is a wrestling. Podcast. Uh, my category for this evening uh, is list of Undertaker's WrestleMania opponents. I know this is a drinking game. This is a drinking game, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, well, yeah, you saw what culture they weren't drinking. So, I mean, all right. Okay. Okay. Hintayin ba natin si Camus? Or wala? Hindi natin si Camus, but wala siya nawawala. Ginagawa niyo ba pala? I just stood up and left. Wala tumahe si Camus. It just happened a lot. He just leaves. Wala tumahe. Camus, oh. Si Gil na rin din. Nung i-interview namin si Jeff Cobb, wala rin pahalam umalis ng para tumahe. Well, okay na rin. Umihilis na rin. Umihilis na rin. Pre-recorded, yung... <laughs> pre-recorded yun, so di ko rin kung ba't kailangan ko sabihin, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, big internet knows, man. Tapos na rin ko ba yung category? Go. Undertaker WrestleMania opponents. Okay, who, uh, who wants to start? Stan, sige, ikaw na lang. Start. Sige, Triple H. Alright. And then who's That takes about like seven a train. A train. Okay. Uh, Shake the snake. Okay. Nice. Sean Michaels. All right. Okay. Carlos. Giant Gonzalez. Okay. Oh. Back to stand. CM Punk. Okay. Uh, oh, damn. Go. Roman Reigns. Okay. Nice. Nice. Red. Mark Henry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Back to Poch. Brock Lesnar. All right. Okay. Tapos. <laughs> Kane. All right. Okay. Pasok. Uh, oh, Stan. <laughs> Edge. All right. All right. That is correct. All right. Bro. Batista. Yeah. All right. My God. Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt, okay. Uh, John uh, Cena. Fuck! Chaos. Wait, there's more. This 
Big show. No, but like it's a no. <laughs> Big show, yes, but oh. no. AJ Styles. Oh. Okay. Oh. Red. Uh, Randy word? Orton. No. Oh. <laughs> All right. Boss. I don't know if this is correct, Big Boss Man. Yes, yeah. it is correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh uh, man. Keep going. Stad. Uh, Nathan Jones? Kinuhan ni Ro. Nathan Jones was his tag team partner. Ro is gone. Okay, maliyaw. Maliyaw. So, uh, Stan is gone. Yeah. So, Ro. Kane. Sabi na. Sabi na. I remain. Wait, Sunday, so I don't know. Begin about that Saturday, last match Sunday. Last match Sunday. Last match Sunday. Ah, shit, shit for brains. Wait, long. Uh, <laughs> oh man. But I'm bad. Damn. One, two, three, four. Yeah. Five, twenty-one. Five, twenty-two. Five, six. Five. That's hard to. Uh, Rick Flair. Rick Flair. Okay, it was Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I might throw this one away, but did he face Bret Hart? No. Not in the rest of the main. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. Face a power. Face a power. Oh, no. Sid. 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 Good job, good job, good job, Nice. All right. And category actually. Oh, there was good another job, one. Cino. Good job. Good job. <laughs> All right. We'll do it for the next wrestling guest. Sige, sige. Nice. All right. Uh, okay. We're about to wind down here. So, um, last few questions. Let's get to this one. Uh, Red's Red... got another guesting. Yep. Huh? That's yeah. one. That's like I was going to get to the question. Wait, lang. Uh, please don't cut me off. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's something about homecoming that people probably don't know, like something about the event from your perspective. So, Poch, something that people won't know from like watching it on-demand platform or for people who were there live. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I th- right, do you want to take this one, one first? Yeah, I'll give one. So, isn't, I think Kinuhani Jeff Cobbs is data and then give them, gave him like a Sidewinder suplex. <laughs> And then I mistakenly called it Tour of the Islands. Ang ganda pa ng pagkakol ko. He's going on a trip! He's going on a Tour of the Islands! He's going on a Tour of the Islands! And I'm like, pagkatapos na pagkatapos ko, I'm like, no, wait, that's not it. That's not it. And then, yeah, we took that out sa final cut. Of course. Nice. Okay. 
Uh, for me, oh, probably something that people didn't know about it coming in. I was, I was really nervous backstage, but once I sat in the commentary desk, you guys actually made me more like calm. So thank you guys. Yeah. Aww. Aww. So heartwarming. I was also nervous. Tapos. Marami ah, like I think nagkaroon ng, I think sa podcast yun na-reveal din, di ba, na si Panzer almost went home and shit like that? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Panzer's motor niya, di ba? Did, 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 did they also reveal na, tawag dun, uh, may isang moment na, so we were there ingress kami, ako si Panzer, tsaka si Sa, and then there was a time that we couldn't track down the chairs. Like it was. Oh my god! Those I, fucking chairs. May oh. like window of time na I think mga three hours na parang wala sumasagot sa chairs. They're supposed to arrive like twelve midnight. Kasi parang mga two na two thirty na hindi parang naay matraktol ko na sa yung chairs. Kasi like parang ah oh, well I guess I guess it's a standing show now. <laughs> god damn. Yeah. Ikaw ka, mas baka may story ka. Kasi diba, this was one month before you became Mr. Ubusan ng Lahe. So, alam ko may oh. story kang gustong ilabas eh. Huh? No, oh. my story, like, if there's something that people don't know that uh, that I can share with it, was that there a lot of the wrestlers that you didn't see on the show did help in other ways, like, during the, the show process. Everybody like, did. Like, I... No, everybody did, but then I want to shout out to one the one guy who's he's actually in the comment section. Uh, Doc Saviera did a very important thing that I don't think we really want to talk about, but he was able to pull through in a scenario that I, I cannot believe that somebody would have been able to do, given that this was the biggest show ever. He had to step out of the venue for a good chunk of the show to help out with the situation and like so I think the next time we saw him no because I can oh, can I talk about it I don't situation to but illegal ba siya ba oh okay. Okay. That, that may not point to I'm shrouded in mystery okay so um somebody got hurt during the show oh everyone knows that everyone knows that Oh, okay. we can talk about that. Okay, so Nina got hurt during the show, mm-hmm. and one of the people who went with her and who's the other one? Uh, see, no? see Robin. Robin, no? C-J. C-J, 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 Robin, so Nina, Jay Sarah finished the match, but I think early on yeah. he got concussed, like how Undertaker got concussed. Wow, match. all right. was that? Like that's something that if you want, if you want behind the scenes, never before talked about. Yeah, he was yeah. actually the one who went with them to the hospital. Si Gabs Martin actually, may butas yung sente sa sumulan, so ginanon niya yung kamay niya. Ayaw. Ay, ay. <laughs> <laughs> so rahaba na kamay niya. Bleep, gumulo. Pinatch ang mayo. Special shout out as well to Nintendo, who we uh, called hey. Event Nintendo on Homecoming Weekend because he really pulled a lot of weight on the production side. Yeah, Events Guy Nintendo. Um, he uh, took care of the videos and dun sa timing ng mga entrances. He was the guy coordinating with everybody. Like, oh, lights on na ba, video on, or uh, when does your music hit? 
mm-hmm. Nintendo really stepped up and took charge of that. So a lot of the visual elements that were being played, Dumanyan kay Nintendo. So um, hats off to him because he really stepped up. Yeah. yeah. Is it the also, Nintendo? shout out to this thing. Na pala kay, ano, kay Ducks. Forgot about this thing going with them too. This thing. Right. All right. Shout out. Yeah. This thing. All right. Before we let you guys go, Red and Poch, uh, how can people access Homecoming? How can they purchase it for on-demand viewing? Where do they have to go? Yeah, uh, so uh, there's a there's a post in our Facebook. So, uh, PWR Facebook page. And there's a link there. It will take you to the landing page where uh, Crystal and Desi's matches, you can view it for free. And then right below is you can get access through it, uh, right there. Uh, you, you can buy the tickets from there. I don't want to call it ticket. You can buy the access from there. Mm-hmm. And access once code. You get the access, yeah, uh, once you get the access, yeah. and then uh, I think yung, we still use the same ticket partners. You take it to me. So ticket to me will will handle giving you the instructions on how to access the. It's basically just uh, giving you. Uh, instructions when you buy, and then you'll get that access on uh, Sunday. So think of it like isiping madapat remo X tayo sa Sunday. Technically, dapat talaga remo X tayo Sunday, but yeah. uh, but it's now homecoming <laughs> on digital release. So we kept it parang close to ano like so 3 p.m. start yung homecoming, but technically the show starts because we kick off show yung wrestling from home at 2 p.m. So technically, we're still retaining that vibe, wrestling on a Sunday last week, last Sunday of the month, two p.m. So parang ganon yung tinatay namin gawain, and then we'll have like a kickoff show where we can talk to fans or uh, probably have some guests over, uh, things like that. So and then everything will be accessible to three, and you'll have access to that for a limited time. Uh, I'm not sure lang kung gano pa katagal. We're still hammering out kung gano katagal ibibigay namin access sa inyo, and then. Uh, yun, just don't, just please don't pirate it, like rip it. May mga, go ahead. features ba to? Like, if you buy it, may mga extras ba makuha? Or, this is just, is it like DVD? Wala. Shout out to me and Red. <laughs> <laughs> you get a nice peace sign from me when I see you. <laughs> uh, uh, wala, you get, you get the match, you get everything. Except I think the only thing that was cut out from the show was your intermission because we couldn't. Uh, I think we did it both with the hassle of. Oh, that's really when Stan was dropping some bars. Ah, yung part lang ni. Ginalagay natin. No, no, that'll be the that'll be the other content. You gotta pay for that. I mean, my job is bonus footage. Bonus. But yeah, uh, those were talk done. Uh, pretty much all of it. It's gonna be there, including pati yung pre-show, uh, pre-show matches Yo. with Evan Carter versus Kaptutan, and then the women's four-way match. It's all gonna be there. So yun, tignan yun lahat, and you can play it as much as you want. Just please don't, just don't fucking pirate it, man. Like, we need that money because we have been penniless since the lockdown. So good. Oh. Pag lumabasit sa watch wrestling, hanap nila kung sino naglagay. Actually, baka nga magkaroon na exposure pag nasa watch wrestling. So, Actually, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Polyrules.tv, <laughs> <laughs> mga ganun. Polyrules. Mga... <laughs> 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 Wait pa ba yun? Uh, Arahan oh, na ito. Wait pa. 
Uh, yeah. All right. So, uh, where can, of course, where can people follow you on social media? And you have other events going on, kite na we're all living virtually in the time of the coronavirus. Yeah. So let people know uh, what else people can expect from you guys. Watch. Uh, for me, underscore Poch Spice. Those are my socials on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if I'm not doing wrestling from home with Red, I'm posting like just esports stuff and video game stuff. So more stuff to come out. Do you also, have any streams lined up? Um, not yet, but there's something coming up in the third quarter. I'll probably post it on socials. And also follow something up in movies. Me and Renzo like remove. Uh, what's that? We review. Oh, movies. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. 60 seconds of Renzo, Renzo just did, um, what's it? Double with Tap, Stan. Zombieland. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And also, he guessed so with Stan in his podcast. Guessed so. with Stan on his, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, Hi, uh, Renzo. Uh, yeah, I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram, Comedy by Red. Uh, Facebook.com slash Comedy by Red. I have a late night talk show, you know, but pretty much basically whatever online show people have. It's called Bago Matulog with Red Oliero. And Tonight, uh, we're actually doing it tonight with uh, some of the women of PWR, which is Jay, Sarah, Nina, and Robin. So we'll have that tonight. And then we'll show like an exclusive clip, siguro, later. Uh, and then uh, I think I'll be at Cool Pulse later at 8.30 or 9. I'm not sure. Those guys don't plan shit. So, uh, yeah. It's not That's uh, true. Uh, so I please keep your eyes peeled on uh, the PWR Facebook page. That's where most of the content will come out. We'll probably come out with more content this week for Homecoming Launch Week. So yeah, thanks guys. All right. Yo, and also wait. Just I wanna. You didn't plug yourself, man. Uh, your comedy album is on Spotify, right? Oh now, yeah. For the people who don't know about it. Oh my god. Oh, you're the one who plugged. You're the comedy album, yung mataba. Uh, my comedy album, ako, yung mataba on Spotify. Check that out. Yeah. And then, since we're doing the comedy route, we are in the works of doing our first sit-down comedy show. Hey. So uh, it will be on Zoom. And yes, you will have to pay for it. And uh, yes, all the money will go to us. Not not. The best. Best life. All right. Mm. Thank you very much, Red Oliero and Pocha Strada, for joining us on this crossover episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast and PWR Wrestling from Home. Remember to check out PWR Homecoming when it drops this Sunday. Thanks, Red. Thanks, Poch, for joining us tonight, man. Thank you. Thanks, guys. So do we just Bye. leave the studio? All right, yeah. So Red and Poch are gonna Red and Poch are gonna leave the uh, the call right now. They're gonna leave, and then now. <laughs> I got a, I got a good nine minutes spot until my next. Can I just like chill out, chill around here? <laughs> 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 Red Oliero will not teleport to the other PNA show. No, we're still gonna talk about Double or Nothing because there are many scattered thoughts that see, okay, I, I know come with so many feelings and emotions that you want to release. Brian Cage, solid, no? 
I'm just, yeah. I just saw it. I didn't see the whole video. <laughs> I knew it. You're like, <laughs> we gotta leave this video and see it. But yeah, good luck, guys. See you. Okay, thank you. Bye. Thanks, Red. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Hi, comment section who are still here. Uh, JK is asking, can we get Nina for a future Wrestling Gods reunion? Uh, you need to be with her, right? O-Shopping host Sandra Hermosa. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Fuck that. <laughs> Who? Fuck okay, that. Uh, let's talk about Double or Does Nothing. Does he have internet? My, my scattered thoughts about um, Double or Nothing. And since Red already mentioned Brian Cage, what did you guys think about him winning the uh, casino ladder match? You know, I knew. I, knew all, I had the strongest feeling in TBD because there isn't a yeah. convincing enough case for... Even Darby Allen at this point, like I, he's not all there for me yet. It's fifty-fifty with him, but with somebody like Cage, especially with somebody who being backed by Taz of all people, it's it's a lot more convincing. How about the format? What did you guys think about the format of the uh, right. Casino Ladder match? It's like uh, Royal Rumble, basically. It's a good thing you brought that up because they announced it in the beginning of the match where they said that you could win the title. Or you can win the chip, the casino chip, right then and there, which is to me a little confusing. The box wants to stop anybody from just climbing the ladder within the first five minutes of the match. Yeah, I thought of that as but well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I thought of that as well. If I were a participant in the match and this was no disqualification, who is really stopping me from entering myself and no? Or, yeah, unless me rule and exabin and you're not officially entered in the match. Before uh, your your number is up, right? So if yeah. they iron that out, it's okay, fine. But um, other than that, though, I think I like the the interval, you know, the interval aspect. It kind of made it look like uh, something that wasn't a carbon copy of Money in the Bank. So I appreciated that. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what I think of it. My thing Come with on. Cage, yeah. like Cage in particular, coming out, Brian Cage. I thought he was still signed to Impact. <laughs> And then he became a free agent. No, and then he became a free agent. But then I realized he hadn't been on impact. Like in the moment, I was like, "Did he impact?" Pasha. And then I was like, "Damn!" And then he left. And then I realized that. Yeah, he left not long after Johnny Mundo left. Johnny Impact left, right? Are not that far apart. I just didn't like how the commentators didn't sell Cage that much. Uh, it wasn't a big deal to them that this guy who is not obviously previously a member of AEW is now in this match, uh, making his debut in this match. So para, there could have been a little more uh, excitement, especially considering this is JR. And JR is the king of the of the Bagad call. Uh, right? Bagad, Bagad moment, yeah. Yeah, right? 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 They made him look really strong in this one. He ate a bunch of finishers before they got buried under that pile. Of, of oh that God. so yeah, I mean, better, I, mean, I, mean, I didn't get the the legendary JR call. Well, like, yeah, fair. But, but um, if I were a casual, I wouldn't know that Brian Cage being here, and I didn't know him previously from Impact or Lucha Underground. Uh, I wouldn't have seen him as a big deal. I don't know if you guys felt the same. 
Yeah, or I mean, um, it's underwhelming nga yung reactions nila. It could have been bigger, could have been more exaggerated, I guess, just to really sell that moment. Also, can I say that uh, we'll rewind a bit from the very beginning? I thought they were supposed to be in Las Vegas. And they, yeah, they were supposed to. Originally, originally booked for Vegas, but then what's the one venue that Tony Khan owns? Yeah, they, 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 that's and, in Jacksonville. Uh, that's it. And the and the bar place. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's the, because honestly, that's the only way they could have gotten it done in a space like that. So sayang. All right. Uh, thoughts on the new champions like Hikaru Shida, the new AEW Women's World Champion, and Cody, the new TNT Champion. <laughs> uh, Where do you want to start? Um, I was going to say, okay, wait, no, you want to start with Cody. I'm okay with this. Like, I was, the match was fine, could have been a little bit more, but I enjoyed, I enjoyed watching him work. And it's, for me, like I talked about last week, Cody is a guy that you can put the strap on. I just have to say the belt is unfinished. Now, yeah. that's not the final form of that belt. And I can't wait to see him like holding up the final version when they get the chance to. It's a good yeah. thing that Tony Schiavone uh, cleared up how unfinished the belt looks. Because if that was the final product of the belt, it was pretty underwhelming. So yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't even know the story behind the the unfinished belt. I don't know why they went with it now. Uh, Seguro they could just couldn't finish it in time. But um, I still wish. Lance Archer would have won. I I know that Cage already existed. I mean, Cage already debuted and won earlier in the night. Pero I think nasayang din yung months long build up ni Archer on you know on not being able to secure the big prize. Even though it's a long time coming for Cody then after not uh, after you know locking himself out of the AEW World Championship. Championship Just wish match, yeah. Yeah. Uh. But hey, Shida is your new Shida. women's champion, and uh, good I for like her. the how. I like the how it went down. Right. Part of the match yeah. itself was very. I'm okay with this. Yeah. It was a good match. Okay, the title switch. The title switch isn't like overdue. It's like it's a good time for it to happen, and Hikaru Shida is the right opponent, in my opinion. She she fought for it. I felt like oh yeah, she did. The whole match was very hard hitting. So when you saw the finish, you were convinced that ah, this girl really fought for it. Like this is is a very hard fought finish. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, it's a great touch like, then, given you how how emotional it was in Simula. Um, they found a way to connect Hana Kimura to the women's championship. Uh, match, um, even though Hana never worked for AEW. Um, I don't even know if Hikaru Shida and Hana Kimura had a relationship or had ever worked together in the Aoshur, but I'm, I'm, with, with the diverse women's roster that they had, I'm sure some of them had had um, interactions with Hana at the very least. So I, I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Can I say so that as a Japanese uh, female wrestler, Hikaru Shida speaks better English than anybody um, in the WWE roster. Like, oh, she works really hard at that. She, she works really hard on her English. She takes so, lessons for it, yeah, man. Yeah, so don palang lamang na she, like as, as as star building is concerned, it's mm. it's a big step in in like introducing a foreign athlete into new territory. 
Yeah, yeah uh, even Britt Baker says herself that si Hikaru Shida has really been working hard at it. So um, it goes to show talaga, the effort that she's been putting it in, uh, putting in on that front. Uh, any other thoughts on Double or Nothing? Do you want to get into MJF Jungle Boy or Moxley versus Brody? MJF Jungle Boy, I found really, really good. Um, I found it really interesting, especially that first part where they were chaining, with chain wrestling. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was entertaining. Like I didn't know, I didn't know MJF was that technical a wrestler, uh, and I didn't know that that Jungle Boy um, will, could could step up in that sense, right? So that to me was entertaining. All right. How about that? Yeah, Box yeah. versus Brody Lee. It got interesting it's... for me at the very end. Um, yeah. I don't appreciate too much how they slowed it down, but it's the match they. Uh, it's the kind of match they want to do, but it's fine. I only got interested in it when when Brody bladed himself, and uh, Oxy pounced on that like a shark smelling blood, literal blood in the water. Thomas, any thoughts? It's... No, I was gonna say it's the match you expected from both of them. It's yeah. not. It's if you're familiar with their work, that's the pace that they are very good at, and are I would find most effective at. So it was like it's a solid eight out of ten. It's not. Uh, I'd say like Stadium Stampede was still more bonkers than that, but it was still a good way to you know finish off the show, right? Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh... Let, let's switch, switch gears and talk about Raw really quickly before we wrap up this episode. I think the uh, two biggest talking points from there are, number one, Apollo Crews now being U.S. champion, and number two, with the existence of a crowd. Because now you've got the NXT superstar slash PC trainees standing during the entire taping day with behind, the plexiglass. Yeah, behind plexiglass. It's like a game of hockey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not like Michael Cole from the booth days. Yeah, no, just think about it. There's plexiglass, there's the people, the plexiglass, and then barricades right after the plexiglass, which kind of moots the point of a barricade since there's plexiglass already there. But then, okay, I guess when you do what you want to do, with WWE. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it, it's not the worst thing in the world. It's still, yeah, I mean, know, it, it works. It does it, the purpose. It, yeah, and it, 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 it gives them the ability to feed off a crowd, right? And to have some even crowd it, energy. Right? Even if it is a crowd of full, rest, full of wrestlers, essentially. And it also ge- keeps them safe with the, with the plexiglass. So I, I cool. like the idea. Even if it's... Uh, sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I'm just amazed that it took them this long to copy the AEW idea. Yeah, I don't know yeah, if it was because... Uh, it was because AEW did it first, or talagang ayon, or di sila pwedeng, di sila pinayagan mag, crowd before this. But uh, they should have done this a long time ago. They should have done it for WrestleMania, I think. They should have thought of that. And uh, now I think it's going to help lend a, a, a better atmosphere to their to their shows. Ito, and ito, 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 sorry, Gochino, go. Right. If the NXT guys are doing this, for the main shows, then who are going to sit in for NXT matches or the main shows? Uh, because the NXT are not everyone in the PC. Right? Yeah, the ones you can see on TV were Caden Carter and Shotzi Blackheart. Uh, uh, and maybe Casey I saw an Ely brother. I saw an Ely brother there somewhere. 
I'm not sure the Ely brothers are even still there, but like yeah, I saw the, not there anymore. I saw one. I saw one there, and I was like, I, I'm pretty sure it's a different it's black guy. No, no, no. Your favorite wrestler in Afghanistan, Jessamine. Yeah, so that was kind of weird, right? Because Jessamine's gimmick is that she's no nonsense and that uh, and she was cheering. She was cheering yeah. like like and a normal person. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of no. kind of odd. She was such a mark. Um, I loved it. But yeah, I'm um, going off of you saying that. In question, JK, um, it actually did make Raw watchable for me. Um, I didn't fast forward through everything like I did the previous weeks. So yeah, uh, I uh, I'm going off of what Rose said. Then uh, I wish they'd done that much earlier. Yeah, no, Raw was pretty uh, watchable. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. any, anything? Oh yeah. Uh, how about Apollo Cruz? Have we talked about that? Oh yeah, yeah, Apollo Cruz. Well. I was gonna say Apollo Cruz is my pick of the week because like I brought it up last week that I was getting excited about his pairing with Kevin Owens. I was getting excited about him coming back, you know, in, in that capacity that he was. And now to see it, you know, oh, here we are. You beat Andrade and it was in a more than decent match. I am very happy for him because this is, believe it or not, his first WWE title win. Yeah, considering he signed with him five years ago, diba? Yeah, diba? Mm, yeah. He, he even said during the post-match interview that it took him... He also has his own 11-year story, diba? He spent 11 years yeah. including his time in the Indies to building up to this moment. So good congratulations to Apollo Cruz. Yeah, it could not have happened to a better uh, to a better wrestler, to a, better, to a more athletic wrestler. So congrats, Apollo Cruz. Yep. Um, I don't really have a pick of the week this week. Uh, but like uh, watching wrestling still been kind of weird, even though Ross uh, a little bit more watchable now. So I don't really have a pick this week. You don't want to pick anything from Double or Nothing. I'll... Oh yeah, yes, yes, I'll pick something from Double or Nothing. Um, I'll pick the uh, Stadium Stampede match. That was fun. We, we can share it. I don't care. It's a long match. You can yeah, it's it's a match. Yeah. My pick of the week is the swimming pool sequence of that match. Yes! Ah! Yes! Ben, Ben, you know. Version 1, Matt. Anyway, my pick of the week still goes to the Last Ride series featuring The Undertaker. Episode 2 features The Undertaker as a husband and a father. And so, Michelle McCool was talking about how The Undertaker courted her and how and why the, what the Undertaker loves about her and so bang naka disarm lang as a wrestling fan because you didn't imagine you can't really imagine the Undertaker as this mushy husband but he is it shows up on this documentary episode and it's just it's and just it's, a and one, their daughter and their they daughter is like pretty they adorable they their two daughters right? when when you see yeah, Michelle McCool post them on social media naka blurry usually in face but this time around, you see the two daughters, and you can see how much of a father he is, how much of a family man he is. It's just a, it's a very, it's a very, very uh, different look at Mark Calloway. Yep. I should really get right. started on that. Uh, I just, I was just waiting for the I last. That's like three episodes. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I five episodes long in total. So if you wait another two weeks, you can binge it. Binge right. it, yeah. Okay. Okay, so those are our picks of the week, and that's going to wrap up this episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Before we get out of here, if you want to check out some other new content that Podcast Network Asia has been preparing, you can check out, well, this brand new podcast by our very own Chino Liao. It's called Class Clown, and he sits down with professionals in various fields. 
to gain a little more insight into the world we live in today. Accompanied by other fellow stand-up comedians, the topics are limitless and the jokes are aplenty. You can also check out my new podcast. It's called On Deck and it's about the radio industry. Uh, think of it as Talk is Jericho, but about radio. So you get to hear the real stories of the real people behind the mic. And uh, the first three episodes should be dropping within the next week or so. So my first there three you guests, go. you've got Renzo Magnaya of Play FM, one of my closest friends in the industry. And two legends from the industry in Delamar, formerly of RX and Magic. And Sarge, formerly of Magic, currently the station manager of Wave 89.1. Your so boss. Just, yes, also my boss. So just two of the yeah. uh, new podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. This yeah. will also be next week. Red of the Arrow will be on one of the episodes of Class Clowns. So, you'll be on there. Talking with our good friend, Hump Pacheco, about photography. Hey. So, that's something nice. to look forward to next week. I was going to say, the cool pals, right. like, if you guys want something else to continue your watch, Red of the Arrow is on the cool pals. Also, a podcast network Asia podcast and they're on live right now like literally right now so you can literally when we go off transition to them all right so that's gonna do it for this episode of the wrestling wrestling podcast thank you to everyone who's still streaming up to this point really appreciate it uh thank you again our guests red oliero and poch estrada and much much thanks to Babyface producer Ryan for keeping this all together, making this work, and the rest of our podcast network Asia family as well. On, be- uh, on behalf of Chino Liao, Raf Camus, and Romaran, my name is Stan C. This episode is in the books. We're out of here. Stay safe, stay, uh, stay healthy, and wash your hands, please. Peace. We're out. <laughs>